The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Go ahead. <laughs> we, you know we love you, Chris. <laughs> you are now rocking with the best. This is the Players Lounge, sponsored by Tostitos, the official chip and dip of the Dallas Cowboys. And boy, do I have some players at the table today. You understand me? And I'm gonna start with the guy that's always here. You know, the only four, the only 42 we acknowledge. Already, uh, the Already. only 42 we acknowledge. BC in the mm. building, a place mm. to be. Yes, sir. My man, my man, the box safety extraordinaire. Mm, especially out. Tell him who it is. Already, man. Yes, Four two in the building, man. Feeling amazing. Hey, Feeling amazing. Barry Church is in the building today, and uh, some guys that uh, got some of them things, that good cookie rings on their fingers. They yeah, do got some rings. Man, boy, got the good cookie ring. You know, we call it the good cookie good. ring for a reason. <laughs> Little ring pop, uh, little ring pop. Mm, my little man, dazzle, dazzle. My man, my man, Isaiah Standback, the champ, is in the building. What's mm. going on, man? I got about thirty years of NFL experience right here, you know, and he, and he take up by half of it. Absolutely. But my man, Nate Newton, is in the building. What it do, Nate? My thing, I really blow it out, man. You finna <laughs> cut this thing out. Yeah, it's, it ain't working, so I ain't worried about it. Man. We, we in the hall, man. You're the loud, baby. Banging, man. You're the loud, man. The only one we gonna acknowledge. Yeah, look, yeah, look. <laughs> Every time I come in here, he try to put on a big show for this man, dude. My, that's man. my man. That's what I'm talking about, man. Let me get That's my guy. That's a mighty sweatshirt he got on. Yeah, yeah, it's a little rag. Nice thread cam. I don't know where to find that. Don't know where to find that. I ain't never seen that online. No, got to talk to Shaq Khan. got to talk to Shaq. He got you right. He got you right. You know, there's some numbers you don't have. But listen, guys, this is what I do. I check in. You know, it's been a long. You brothers had a long night last night. Right. I know y'all did. Yeah. But, right. but you know, it's customary for me to check in with y'all brothers, man, just to check. The mental check just to see how you're doing. Isaiah, I'm going to start with you, brother. How is your mental? How is your chicken? How you doing, bro? I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm not sure about the All-Cowboys Nation, you know, but yeah. we've, we've had a couple opportunities since the game ended to obviously talk about it, and we have a lot to talk about, man. These boys these boys got to they gotta pull the britches up if they want to finish mm. this thing out the way they really want to. So we're going to hit it. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, Big Nate, how you doing, brother? Oh man, I'm I'm, I'm fabulous, man. I, I am. I'm doing great, man. Just glad to be in the same room with y'all, man. Really, I'm, I'm excited. It yes, is. And, when, and once we get through this, I just want to make an apology when it's when we get through with this. If you don't mind. <laughs> You want to make an apology? Yes, sir, dude. I want to make this apology once we get through with this. Okay, all right. Barry, how about you, man? How you doing? Doing amazing, man. I got one of them steadfast workouts in this morning. So, you know, I'm feeling pretty pumped up right now. You know, it's a little warm, but I'm feeling good, though. Feeling yeah. good, baby. Wow. Barry, if I ever come in here and you tell me you're having a bad day, I'm just going to pack my stuff up and yeah, leave. It's, it's real, dude. Yeah, 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 it'll be real. going on. I ain't never seen that brother have a bad day Can't. since i known him. Yeah. Uh, but what you apologizing for? I got to apologize to Coach uh, McCarthy. Okay. Yeah, because I thought that he made a rational move with the, with the, with the not kicking the field goal. Mm-hmm. But kind of find out the kicker wasn't in sync. Uh, the, the way the wind was blowing, as cold as it was, as hard as football was, they just felt that he, he, he couldn't make it. And so that's what I get from – that's what Mickey was trying to tell me earlier. So if that is the, truly the case – I wanted because I went off on him. You know, I went straight yeah. off. Like, man, God, I was making all these emotional moves. Yeah. So I want to say sorry to Coach McCarthy. 
But the rest of y'all, do mm. your job. All right? Got to. Yeah. That's the how rest we start. Yeah, that's, that's how, how I feel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, then I, I guess I would ask you, how do you feel immediately after this loss yesterday? I mean, you've had an opportunity to digest, you know, and everything. What 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 have you come to? What have you come to now, Nate? As far as this loss, is it as big as people making it, or is this? Hey, man, say, hell, you caught one. Yes, it is. Because of the mere fact we haven't stopped nobody from running the football. Nope. Yeah. It is this thing we we got we got away with it with less team with teams that are with less ability and no quarterback. We can't get away from it when we have a quarterback that found that his receiver he found his receivers and we we're not going to get away from it. When you got a, a a Hall of Famer going to the sideline at the end of regulation, looking at his head coach saying, "Run the ball." Yeah. No, in so many words. Yes, and so <laughs> that's how that's how I feel, man. I'm asking our defensive line. I'm like, do your job. Mm. D-Y-J. Yeah. D-Y-J. I don't disagree with you, Nate, dog. And the thing is, you know, you worry so much about A-Ron. I know we talked about the ground game leading up to the game. But A-Ron only threw the ball 20 times. That's it. 20. And, th- and three of those was touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> and, tw- and two of those were drop touchdowns. Make it make sense. Mm. So away. it really should have been five touchdowns out of the 20 passes that he threw. And the reason why he's allowed to only have to throw 20 times is because of this ground game. And any team that has the capabilities, <clears throat> every team we're about to face for the rest of the year, <laughs> that to run the ball, you're always going to have a chance to win, regardless of who's that quarterback, because you don't have to have that many attempts. Dak Prescott, anytime you have 40-plus attempts, you know how I feel about this, Heck. I know. If, da- if Dak throws 40-plus times, it's not the situation how you want to How many ended up throwing? 46. Oh. Yeah. Oh. We're gonna get to we're gonna get to a lot of that. Oh. Uh, yeah. Dak Prescott's passing rating seventy eight point six. Aaron Rodgers one forty six point seven on twenty passes. It makes me nervous, man. It, it makes me nervous. I'm not gonna lie because we look into the future. We looking to have a long playoff run and see what this team can do. But if you look at the NFC, the teams that are gonna make that dance, like Isaiah said, can all run that football. Right. You looking at the Seahawks? They coming downhill with it. The Giants, they can do it too. We know the Eagles. We know the Eagles can run downhill. 49ers, these are all bad matchups. And what these teams do, they won't give up on the run. Like, there's situations earlier in this year where teams had us on the ropes a little bit. Washington, Detroit, they were running the ball well. But for some reason, whether it's bad coaching, whatever it was, they abandoned it after they got down maybe a couple scores, maybe seven points, they abandoned it. So that's when Dallas kind of took over with that pass rush. But what kudos I got to give to Green Bay is – you're down two scores in the second half. Guess what they did? They stuck with it. They have we, have stuck we seen that before? Ah. Have we seen that before? Yes, we have. It, it, what happened when we saw that before? Everybody wrote it off as, oh, Chicago, yeah, they ran themselves out of the game. Oh, okay. Mm. It only hurt. It catches up to you That's, when it catches up to you. <laughs> Look at last year. Those penalties, we was winning, so everybody was kind of like, ah, you know, penalties are good. So that, that playoff game, what happened? Penalties bit us right in the butt. Look at this. The ground game, we still been winning. Team's been running the ball. We still been winning. It's going to bite us in the butt when it matters most. Can I ask no. you a question, Heck? Go ahead. What place are the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC East? Third. third. A healthy third. third, too. It ain't like tied for, you know, them third, they third. What division is the next opponent that we're about to play? North. NFC North. In, but the NFC, NFC sorry, yeah, conference. Yeah, 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 NFC, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm just checking. Yeah, I can't drop too many of these. 
No, can't drop too many of these, but I got to ask you. Guys, last year, Vic Vangio came in here, and he he came up with the, the term, the blueprint. That Jay-Z, yeah, I remember man. that, the blueprint. Hey, he starts, and I think today is the official date that the blueprint dropped. But anyway, I could be wrong, mm. but I think it did. Damn. The blueprint is out on this defense. And you just alluded to the fact that the teams that you play here for the rest of the season, they can do one thing really well, and that's run the ball. And if we just start with Minnesota, they like that. Uh, with, Cook. Yeah, they, they, they're going to run the ball on you. Is this something, Nate, that they can overcome going into the latter half of this season and into the playoffs? Because we anticipate this, this is a playoff-level team, but is this something that they can overcome, or is this just who they are? They better. They better. Uh, can they stop it? No, they haven't stopped it. Can they stop it? I, I don't know who is that guy to lead them. Is mm-hmm. it Bohannon, a young second-year guy? So I'm finna stand up and do my job. Is it the guy they got, Hankins? Hankins. Yeah. I've been here before, fellas. Let's do our job. Or is it the young Michael Parsons who said in the postgame yesterday, we need to start getting our gaps and quit worrying about sacks. Mm. Well, you are the leader, mm-hmm. so won't you do your job? Right. And I'm talking Man. about Parsons first and everybody else falls in line. Can they do it? Yes, because I think they have the coaches that will put them in position to do their job. Dan Quinn, Junior, uh, what is Witt? Yeah, all these guys, they will put these guys in position. Do you need help, or can the guys do? Do the guys just need to step up? The reason why I ask that is because Miami just lost their their one of their leading defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. So now there's a guy that used to play in Miami who's just sitting at the crib right now who has an attitude and who's absolutely nasty and he's a free agent. Do you go get a guy out of free agency to add in there just to add a little attitude to that room, to get put a little pep in their step, or do you just say, hey, fella, step up? This is the, the weird thing about what you're saying is I think going into OTAs and two-a-days, you thought that you had all the depth in the world at the defensive line position. But not at the interior defensive line. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, now they added Hankins, but Hankins is in a part of the rotation. He's not really in there when you really want him to be in there. I don't know how many snaps he played yesterday, but every time I peeked over there, it was Osa that was in there. It yeah. was Gallimore that was in there. I'm sure I might. I mean, there's some plays that I missed him, but I'm, I don't think that he had as many plays as he had last game right. in his first appearance. So all of a sudden, yeah, you bring in the big Hankins, but you're only utilizing him in a, as a rotational guy. When you bring him in, you just need to be the guy that's first and second down. I don't care what, what rotation we're on right now. Right. You need to be that force. But – that's not even the issue. They started reaching the edges. And the reason because they were, they were reaching the edges is because they were playing too heavy to the strength, right? Yeah. With safety, you break right. the huddle, what are you looking at? Okay, mm-hmm. where's the tight end at? All right, well, as soon as you find the tight end, okay, boom, that's the strength. Well, Dallas's defense is favoring the strength so heavily that when these teams start pulling their tight ends and start pulling their tackles and their guards and going weak side, now all of a sudden it's a numbers game that you're not winning. Yeah, you so, got leverage by, 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 by line. Yep, yeah. This as a box safety, mm-hmm. and you know this is this is an attitude. Stopping the run is just a complete attitude. As a box safety, you sign you lining up, and you knowing, hey, they're gashing us in the run. It's coming our way. You know what they're about to do, and you still can't stop it as a defense. Is that something like they just taking your heart out? Do you feel Ooh. discouraged by that? What what it's, is the feeling the, on it's defense? It's demoralizing. You feel like you're getting punked out there, and, and like you said, it comes down to an attitude. I mean, Marinelli, my coach, while I was here, that's all he told about when you, if you want to stop the run. If you want to be a good defense stopping the run, it's all about one-two. It's all about that attitude and striking people out there. We've seen it too many times in this game. Our second-level defenders, safeties, linebackers, whatever they is, they're doing too much catching. 
Yeah. Too much catching Oof. out there. You got a guy, 245 pounds, Dylan coming downhill. You want to catch him with your chest, he's going to drive you five yards back. And right. that's exactly what we saw happening. There's too much catching. There's not enough guys at the point of attack hitting these guys and putting them down where they stand. That leaky yardage, those guys falling forward for extra three, four yards, it makes a difference in a long time because you got a second and eight. They run the ball. You hit him, you know, for a two-yard gain. He falls forward for another three. That's five, five yards. yards. You're in manageable distance right there. You're third and three. Yep. The and first that's what was six going runs, on. it went like this. First and ten, it was second and six. Then it was third and two. <clears throat> then the next time, it was second and t- it was first and ten, second and, uh, second and six, third and two. That's four yards a clip. Yeah. And I knew right then, I said, these boys ain't going to give up. No. They down by 14. First run, right to the outside. I remember one time, Zeus told me, hey, man, he got too greedy. I said, I don't know. Next few plays, they run right back outside. <laughs> we <laughs> never stopped dead. it. We stopped it one time. They were pulling cats left and right. And he just drawed up. He just drawed up this thing. On. I wish we could show this on the thing. <laughs> yeah. He just drawed it up. How they out-leveraged us. Yeah, so, it was the whole game. Michael Parsons. We've had, no, we, <laughs> Michael Parsons on the edge. Michael Parsons at linebacker. We're starting to see something that's starting to look. Be, it's starting to be problematic because teams ha- are slowly figuring out Dan Quinn's equation for Michael Parsons. Now, yesterday he looked like a guy that hadn't played linebacker in a while, mm-hmm. and he was lost. You start seeing that backside guard get to him, the center cut him off, things like that. Are you concerned about the way that Dan Quinn is using Michael Parsons at linebacker? Because we've had this conversation we've plenty of times, and, and you could not have been pleased with his performance yesterday. I was not, but I didn't fault him. Yeah. Because how can you be expected to be great at something simply just because you're a great athlete? You haven't had the reps. You They made a decision last year, to Heckman's advice, <laughs> to, play, to, play, right. to play defensive end. Yeah. That was a decision they made. And I remember stating, hey, utilize him at DN, but play him at linebacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So he One, gets one, two, two, three. Yeah, yeah, so he gets that dual utilization. But the thing is, now all of a sudden you put him at DN primarily almost all day. And not only are they going to start picking him off by cutting him off, not only are they going to start picking him off in terms of pulling guards and tackles to go force him to the sideline and start getting the edge, now all of a sudden when you do have the, a shortage of linebackers and you have to go back to his true depth chart position, he looks like a fish out of water. Right. That's not his fault. That's not his fault. The lack of reps, your eyes. I mean, when you're on that second level, that first level, you're on a defensive end, you're focusing on one thing. You're seeing what that offensive line is going to do and what he's going what he's going to have. <laughs> When you had linebacker, there's a lot of things you got to look for. And it's those yeah. reps. Those reps count. But I'm going to tell you what, man. This this defense, the edge guys, the corners, they got to stop making business decisions out there, man. Because we're seeing that the edge is getting reached. Cats is just letting them go. You know what? I'm going to stick on this block a little bit too long. Nah, let me just I'm, go ahead and push I'm going to say everybody but D-Law. D-Law, yeah. D-Law, D-Law, D-Law's playing D-Law well, played his butt off. He figured it out. D-Law played his butt off. He figured it out. But that's his strong suit. We, I think everybody would say D-Law is the man against the run. But there were some other guys, like you said, there were some business decisions being made. And maybe the defensive line equation that we've been talking about has also affected our linebacker play. Because if you don't have a guy that's a space eater that's gobbling those blocks up. That was Hankins. It, it, but it's not but happening. Know what I, it's, it, and I know a lot of people are going to – I know we're talking about the defensive fronts and their front seven. I don't truly think that's our biggest issue right now. I really don't. I think it's the the unwillingness 
of the cornerbacks that we have on this defense to come up and, and have run support. That's what I'm talking about, business decisions. Those guys on the edge. They... Why do you attack the edge? Because you're forcing those guys that yeah. don't really tackle to tackle. Yeah. You don't force the edge against the Rams. You don't force the edge against, like, Cleveland. Some of these guys that have cornerbacks that are willing That'll hit to you. come up there and hit you and your kneecaps. Pat P. Ain't nobody running at Pat P. Pat P. will come up and fill the gap. You seen what Ramsey does out there. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's showing up on tape. It's showing up on tape. They're not mm-hmm. willing. It's they, the willingness. They still right? Kelvin Joseph's the only one that's willing to do it. Man, that wasn't even his character when he first got here because they had to put him on special teams and say, hey, well, you need to learn how to go out there and hit somebody. That so now when he comes to play defense, it's, it's, it's already or, 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 you know, in him. Yeah. It's already instilled. But this. The teams are going to continue to pick off these edges. As long as our, our team keeps going out there and, and being heavy set, okay, like some of the things I'm seeing on film, they're going to keep doing counters. They're going to keep pulling guard. They, they would love to get out there on the edge and hit a corner. Love it. Wow. Do you wow. think that's more to do with Quinn's, like, wanting all that movement on the defensive line, trying to get early penetration so they're slunting down? You think it's just like, like I, you know. Some of the things that we're seeing right now, and I know we're not going to show my tablet, but, like, we're playing three defense alignments sometimes to one side of the center. That's overloading. And, and alignment. Alignment and assignment. Yeah. It's hard for you to have your assignment if your alignment ain't right. Yeah. And the thing is, you're making it easy for them to wash it down. To wash one side of the line down. All of a sudden, as soon as I wash that side down, I got to kick out your end. Front, the front line is done. Yeah. The front wave is the front, the front wave is done. Now I'm worried about the second level. That's what my pulling guards are for. You get up to the second level. And then guess what? The cornerbacks don't want to come hit. No. All right, Donald's coming down trying to hit, but he ain't wrapping up. Yeah. That's no, a huge. That's what up. we seen yesterday. A lot of people, they're just throwing shoulders in there. Come up with and a body part. He man. ain't heavy enough for that. No, 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 no. no. Brothers, ain't got enough bricks in his pocket. I understand what you're saying. But if that's the case, don't play Bohannon. Don't don't play the kid with Hankerson. Don't play them. You got to play quick, fast guys that can – not only lose ground, but run can make it up with speed. So you can't play. But you got those guys in there. And whether you were playing over or under, you got to do your job. Yeah. You got to do your job. And the edge, we have all seen our defense when they're at their best. You have to still set the edge. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You have to make it where it's obvious that it's the running back in the corner. Mm-hmm. We are not even coming across people's faces, man. As defense line, we got to come back across people's faces and still kind of fill a gap. I have a I have an effort, so you make it take out one of those guards. But everything free, and if I'm a corner, I'm looking at wow, man, which one of these guys do I take out? Yeah. Before you know, it's too much going on because our space eaters are not grabbing bodies. And I tell you what, that's the same thing we saw last last year in the playoffs with Shanahan. He was catching the edges, boy. They nobody wanted no parts of deep bow. Edge, those wow. stretch runs, and, and those are things that's going to plague us. And that's why I asked that question because you know it's going to be a problem. And we put it out there on tape, Isaiah. So if it's out there on tape, everybody know it. And until we fix it, and until we fix it, everybody's going to play us that way. But look, we're down the defense. But we got some other people that we got to get to in BC. Time consistency improves. Mm. The only way that Go I trust you. Tell them. Go ahead and the tell them. The only way that I trust you. We ain't going to let everybody off the hook, man. We're going to be right back. Stay rocking with us here on the Players Lounge. 
But Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back to the Players' Lounge. Experience the most electrifying event of the holiday season, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza Powered by Reliant. Every Friday and Saturday night from November 18th through December 17th, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza ignites the star in Frisco with an unforgettable holiday performance showcasing the world-renowned Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, your favorite Dallas Cowboy football heroes, and Santa Claus, too. Visit the stardistrict.com slash Christmas for more information. Gotta be like that for Santa Claus. Santa, Santa gonna be in the Santa Claus and, 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 and Cow- this week, huh? And, and Dallas Cowboy heroes, so I know some. Mm. Yeah, I know, man, uh, that starts this week. And they, yes. cut the, they cut the check. I might be in a... Oh, man. there ain't no mic. <laughs> ain't no mic. Oh, you know hey, you know they gonna be cutting that check, but mm. At the table, as always, my man BC Isaiah stand back in the building and Mr. Nate Newton is here, man. Look, man, we had talked about it, man. You know, look, we we put put the defense in in proper perspective and what was going on, guys. But Kellen Moore has been an offensive coordinator that everybody's been talking about, Mm. talking about him being in his bag, talking about the way that they got through the whole Cooper Rush situation. And now with Dak being back on the field and healthy and no longer on the men, we thought we had a formula, fellas, to get to victory, and we went into Green Bay and we got away from the formula. Mm. We got away from the formula. Dak 
Went back to pass 46 times. Say it again for the people in the back, man. 46. Damn. 46. 46 times. Now, mm. look, I, I will say this. Tony Pollard had a night. Had 22 a night. carries, 115 yards, and a touchdown, 14 yards being the longest. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with you, Isaiah, because you, you you raised your hand. I'm just, I'm just going to let you keep going, but I just wanted to throw in there. I mentioned it earlier, but the running game in its totality averaged 5.1 yards on the ground. 5.1 yards per attempt. Would you say that's good, Nate, dog? That's good. That's okay. good. That's okay. great. That's, that's really good. Job. Nice. Okay. All right, let's take it to the air. Mm. On those 46 attempts, 5.8 yards per attempt. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Is there a problem there? Not too big of a difference, man. So if there's not too big of a difference, Nate, dog, between when you rush the ball and when you pass the ball, why would you put it in the air that many times? Yeah. Is it is it the, is it the man under the center? Like is is it the man under the center that's saying, you know what? Hey, kill, 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 X drive, whatever it is. Because you saw when we went when we was watching that game. Olsen was talking to him in they little meetings they had, and he was saying, I think we need this, the offense. Tempo needs to get going. The tempo needs to get going when he had his interview with Dak. Now, you know what that means, Isaiah. When you talk about tempo getting, getting escalated, speed up. you ain't running the football when you want that tempo to go crazy like that. So is it all on Mr. Moore over there? Or has my man over there, hey, speed this tempo up. We're going to throw this thing around. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, y'all know I'm a time of possession, man. I'm a big third down man, and that that says that you're gonna take in consideration of running the ball and trying to be balanced. Uh, I don't have a problem with Dak throwing the ball. I really don't, but I do have a problem with guys not knowing where to be Mm-mm. when it's time to throw the ball. So uh, this thing is deeper than Dak. Mm-hmm. This is much deeper than Dak. And uh, maybe he don't want – you know, I'm not over there in that locker room, mm-hmm. so I don't have to worry about nobody fronting me or getting mad at me. <laughs> and it's back to, man, do your job. That's it. YJ. Do, do your job, wide receiver. Do your job, tight end. Do your job. We, we, this, is, this is a reoccurring thing. And it's getting to the point where we used to then see Dak flare up on the sideline, mm-hmm. where we seeing Dak starting to flare up. And eventually, it's going to leak out that certain guys are not dedicated to doing their jobs. You know, I don't believe in uh, number one receivers and number two receivers. I believe in dudes catching the ball. You know, some guys are better at certain situations. Mm-hmm. You know, K- Kevin Martin was our third down guy. Kmart used to come in on Wednesdays and look at the at his deal and say, well, I'm in the game plan this week because he was our third down guy. Alvin Harper was our deep guy. Take it off the top, skinny routes and all of this. As long as it was – and Mike Irvin handled everything else. DYJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those, I know what you're referencing. You're referencing those two interceptions. Yes, sir. The interception in the red zone, whose fault was that? He threw it in a crowded area. It was two people's fault. Yeah. yeah. Who, who were the two people that were at fault? I'm going to say – I'm going to say this. Based off of the route that we saw – Schultz and C.D. Lamb. False. Schultz and, and Dak. Dak. Schultz, because Schultz is the man on the ball running. It's supposed to be a drive concept. Okay, Everybody's clearing out. He's supposed to come shallow. CD's supposed to take it along the goal line right there. Okay. okay. okay it's supposed to be two levels. Okay, level You play high-low. You high-low the mm-hmm. linebackers and the safeties. Okay, high-low. Well, Schultz ran the wrong route. 
So Schultz ended up running the same route as CD, which is why they were shoulder to shoulder at the end of the play. It was Dak's fault because he compounded the problem by, by throwing it, it, by still throwing it. You can be as frustrated as you want to be. When you look out there and you see your guys running the wrong route, go to the next guy or throw it away. But these things are based off of what, though? What's that? Timing. Yeah, but but those that mistake, that mental error mm-hmm. that Schultz have, plays dead. Throw it away. Am I am I no? It's based off of coverage. Am I correct? If Schultz had ran the right route, Schultz would have been booty butt naked open underneath that coverage. Okay. Also, if Schultz ran that ran his right route, Ceedee Lamb would have had that opportunity where Dak threw the ball. But by recognizing that there's there's some bad stuff going on over there. Okay. Okay. You don't, as a quarterback, you don't compound that problem. He had to be able to see that. I mean, you got two Absolutely. guys right in your lap. You look up there and you say, they're not supposed to be there. Yeah, so why throw that? <laughs> you, okay. don't, you don't throw it. So that's the first one. We're going to say the first one is on Schultz. The second one is on Dak. The, no, no, sec- the first play the, the was first, on both of those guys. Okay, yeah. on, on both of those guys. Mm-hmm. The second interception. Mm, that, one's a lo- that one's up for discussion. That one's up for a discussion. That one's up for discussion because you have a read in that position. Whenever you see C.D. Lamb, and teams are starting to recognize this, typically whenever C.D. Lamb's in a slot, now he's starting to run that what they call middle field open or middle field close. Okay? Yes. All right, if you see split safeties, two safeties, right, is what we call split safeties. All right, it doesn't matter if he's cover two. It doesn't matter if it's cover four. If I see two safeties back there, your job as a receiver in most systems is to split those two safeties. Mm-hmm. Okay, you run a post, right? Don't run a lazy post. You run a stick post, right? Run your route, boom, put your foot in the ground, that foot in the ground is the indicator for the quarterback, let that ball go. Okay. All right? When you see single safety, you can't run that because you're literally running your post into that, po- that post safety. So easy. you cross his face. right? So you run a deep in route, whether it be 16 yards, whether it be 18 yards, but you run that in route across that safety's face, you're going to get hit in the back. Right? DCBC is going to come hit you in the back, <laughs> and that's okay. Not. You take that all day long. What happened on that particular play is CeeDee Lamb ran his route and you saw him indecisive at the top of his route. So it's both both of you are right. Then you're saying with Nate Dog say is coverage, you're saying that the, on this play. On this play. play. On okay. this play is coverage. Okay. So you would say it was indecision. Yeah, on, on the first in the red zone, yeah. that's that's Schultz run, ran the wrong route that's and Dak compounded a problem by throwing it. What? On this particular one, it was the Packers did a heck of a job with their coverage. They ran cover two. On one side of the field, and then they ran cover four on the other side. That old school cover six. Man, listen here. That cover six will mess you up because what happens is on the cover two side, that safety is going to be substantially further back. Mm -hmm. Right? So when you see that safety further back, you're automatically thinking what? Single high. Mm -hmm. Okay? So when CD got to the top of his route, he, he, he was immediately starting to run the single high break off. But then he looked and he said, there's two guys. Mm -hmm. So there was indecision right there. Well, you can't have indecision. If you're going to be either all the way wrong or all the way right. But either way, your quarterback is throwing his thing on time. And what happened with, that with Dak? The Dak threw the timing. He threw the ball as if it was what? Point. Single high. And as a, as, a, as a quarterback yourself, can you see that? Like, can you see your, your receivers? He, he's, he's, he has indecision about his route. He's not really going full speed with his route. Can you're you not, see that? You're, you're, not, just you're not watching that it. because as a quarterback, you have to you – have, he should have seen the safeties. Because mm-hmm. as a quarterback, that's where you're typically looking. I'm looking at the safeties, right? I'm looking at pre-snap read, and I'm looking at a post-snap read. Pre-snap showing me one thing. Okay, it looks like it's single high. Once I snap the ball, I still have my eyes on the safety. Is it too high or is it single high? Mm-hmm. Now I know based upon what I'm seeing, I'm throwing this route based on that timing, okay? okay. I'm not looking at my receiver to see if he's going to run his route correctly because there's you. a trust element to it. Mm-hmm. I trust that he's seeing the same thing I'm running, which is why all receivers can't play in all systems because some systems are a lot more complex, mm, complex than others. Yeah. Let me say this right here. 
trust that he can't run that route for me ever again. <laughs> trust that. Cool, that's the second time, right? Yeah, trust that because – Chicago? Yeah, Chicago, he did as, the same as, thing. As a coach, as a coach, you no, I'm saying as a coach, I'm serious. Noah Turner would have been told by Jimmy, we either don't run the route no more or he don't. Or he don't. And we're going to run the route because we got to keep the trees open. Yeah. This dude don't run that route and again. It cost it twice already. Yeah. You don't run that route again, not with him. If you do and it happen again, then somebody else needs it. So, so what you're saying is, let me go ahead and wrap this up, okay, since it's uh, Christmas time's coming up. You're saying CeeDee Lamb could run routes that are already pre-called. That's but all if I he has, But if he has to run. Is it? If he has to read it on the fly, right. he struggles. And I said it yesterday. I said it on the show yesterday. It seems to me this guy has problems coming into the middle of the field reading coverages. Mm. That can't. I'm gonna make it easy for my player. I gotta have it where he can win. So I'm gonna keep him outside, and I may fake it now. Or crossing routes. But I ain't gonna mess mm-hmm. around with it. Yeah, man, guys, y- y'all watching the football where y'all see the elite level quarterbacks throwing guys open. Mm-hmm. That's just. I mean, you, okay, Aaron Rodgers. Just it, hello, <laughs> it, you, you saw it throwing guys open, <laughs> and and for and for Dak, maybe you would say that's the final frontier for him to cross over that threshold to be even considered amongst those quarterbacks. That's why I say timing. Is he looking at this as a timing route? You're saying coverage, mm-hmm. and he's trying to do exactly what we're well, seeing the other level quarterbacks do, throwing these guys open, and he's throwing because the route is either broken off or there's a misread by mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, by they're the not, they're, they're not on the same page on these routes. And we can't act like the man was under fire. I mean, the, the, the Green Bay pass rush was non-existent for the most part of that game. The red mm-hmm. zone deal with the tight with the tight end and the, and the wide receiver. I'm with y'all. But that right there, what C.D. Lamb did? No, sir, he can't do that. Mm-mm. He can't do that. You can't have indecision in your route because now, now you could be up by twenty-one points, and your defense can let and be what we saw early in the season. Yeah, your defense can't be that now. You're actually you're changing the whole dynamics of how you play football. Facts as a team. Yeah, by the way you by your lack of execution. And coach said, hey, man, I feel sorry for these guys. No, I feel sorry for you, coach, because you're going to have to make some decisions on some of your star players. Are they, can they handle the business of what needs to be done if you want to come out of third place? Because you ain't going to win it, mm-hmm. not, not the East. Now, Isaiah, as a former wide receiver, did you see any indecision by C.D. Lamb? Running that route on that route? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But on the routes where C.D. Lamb's just able just to run what the route is called. Kills Look him. at that play when he killed Jair Alexander yeah. on that post corner. Yeah. He, he knew him. what the route was. Killed him. He knew how to break him he off. He played fast. I mean, he, was, he played fast. That route was way more explosive than those other routes. But at the end of the day, this team still had a two-touchdown lead. Yes, sir, In brother. the fourth quarter. And the, and the opposing team ran the ball. touchdown lead. And got to bring that home. And, Facts. And, and, and to close out this segment, guys, I, I got to ask the question because the field goal. Mm-hmm. The field goal or not to run the field goal. The emotion, there's a lot of emotion going. There's a lot of game time emotion involved. I gave in you that. my thoughts on it. So it's, it's a lot of game time emotion involved in that, guys. I mean, for you on the sideline, y'all been battling this for four quarters. Mm-hmm. You see your court, your your head coach make this decision. For you, if you had that headset on, what's your decision there? I would have loved to see him go for the field goal. Um, I would have loved to see it, but if everything Nate was saying was correct, you know, you got to go with your kicker, got to go with your player. If he's not confident enough to go out there and make the kick, then you got to go for it and trust that, you know, your defense is going to be able to hold it down, which they weren't able to do. But if, it, if I had the headset on, 
I'm trying to talk to my kicker to get him right, man. You got to make this kick for us. Now, I think people don't understand that the ball's on the 35-yard line, I believe, at that time. Mm-hmm. If you miss the kick, the kick, the, the ball is goes over on the 43-yard mm-hmm. line. So, mm-hmm. that, I mean, it's return on investment. If you if you miss it, you give the ball up at the 43. Absolutely. Yeah, so. so but, if, but, if you, but if you don't convert, <laughs> they get the ball right there. You know, <laughs> damn near right there anyway. So, listen here. I get it, I, and I we gain more information, more insight from the individuals yeah. that were there at the game, okay, on the field, understanding the conditions, understanding the situation. Mm-hmm. All right, so we, we were able to take a step back and, and reevaluate our, our perspective this morning. Even with that new insight, I'm kicking the ball. I'm kicking the ball simply because of the fact you have to play, understand where you're at, first of all. You're not at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not at home. You're in one of the most hostile environments in a, in a tight game that should not have been a tight game against one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever touched this field. Okay, you, let's understand that. Okay, let's also understand the fact that you have a kicker who is more comfortable kicking 50-plus yarders than he is kicking 35-yarders. Yeah. Okay, and let's also understand the fact that this is overtime and not, not, the, not regular time. Okay, overtime, if I kick this field goal and we, we actually hit it, now they have to score. Right. They have to score. They, and if they want to win, they, gotta, they have to go the, the, the length of the field because I'm kicking this thing out the end zone. They got to go 75. Right, but now all of a sudden, when you go for it and you don't get it, guess what? Now I'm Aaron Rodgers. Hey, coach, where do I need to go? Where, where, where do we need to get to for Crosby? I've been playing with him for a while. I know. Don't worry about. It. I know where he, he needs to go. Right, Crosby, you need to get right there to that forty. Right? Okay, what's about about thirty yards? Cool, got you. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna take a break. <laughs> I need to go and get my yoga breathing exercises going in, man. You know, I forgot Isaiah. He's not Debbie Downer, but it's my man, one hundred grand. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back with more of don't the Players Lounge. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! With Smoothie King's original Angel Food and New Angel Food Slim without added sugar, you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups, so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic Angel Food or the New Angel Food Slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. You ready? Showtime. 
On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back to the Players' Lounge. Tis the season for Dallas Cowboys Holiday Youth Camps presented by Invisalign. Registration for one-day football and dance camps uh, are open now. Don't miss your chance to send your athlete to camp at AT AT&T Stadium on December 20th and 21st. Register today at DallasCowboys.com slash academy and use code Xmas25, and that's X-M-A-S-25, to get $25 off. Back here on the Players' Lounge for the final segment, we all did a woosa. Yes. Nate didn't well, do it. But two of us did a woosa. Nate didn't do it. Yeah. Dude, them dudes over there ain't woosa nothing. <laughs> well, they, they, own, they own one. It, between this man and his tablet and his oh, proof. He got man. proof. He, uh, he is a lawyer. He got, he got the receipts. He got receipts. <laughs> you see, you see he closed it off. Well, case Ooh. is done. Okay. Case you should have closed out with me because I don't know hey, you felt good. You know, I, well, take, I take the emotion out of it, Nate, dog. Uh, I his, try my best to take the emotion out of it. His closing argument, boy, go get you sent to jail. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Close the case on them. I'm gonna send. Give me the handcuffs. I'm gonna take mm, myself. There's a handful of quarterbacks that you just don't give the ball back to in that situation. He's one of them. He's he's definitely one of them. TB12, you don't give him the ball back. Okay, Aaron Rodgers, you don't give him the ball back. Drew Brees, okay, Pat, Patrick Mahomes, yes, right, Josh Allen, yeah, wow. There's just you just don't. Yeah, they done got me before too, man. At least you picked them off, Ellen. Yeah, you yeah, picked them off, dog. That's right. That's right. Well, look, guys, we have a big problem. The big, another big problem that just continues to come back and bite us in the tukas. We, we just can't get over the penalty bug. Mm. The penalty bug is it's just bearing down on us, man. Yeah. I mean, it's every time I think we have it fixed, then here comes Jalen Tolbert. <sighs> and as a wide receiver, as a wide receiver, how – I mean, this just seems pretty routine to me. I have a son who's a wide receiver, and most of the time he goes uh, and he points. To Am I good? <laughs> Am I good? Yeah. Apparently, he was having a discussion with the referee about that. That was that's that's the word on the street. The word on the street is he looked over there to ask for confirmation, and sometimes they be zoned out. Sometimes they don't get. They're not as responsive as you would like for them to be. So the word is that he was over there like, hey, like, am I good or am I not good? And he wasn't good. I guess he told him to to move up. I guess he told him to move up. From my understanding is the the sideline just told him to move up, like move on the ball, and he scooted forward, and then that put him off sides. That's the word on the street. That same rep throw the flag. Move up, play That's the word on the street. Uh, but, but I, I know we got to talk about penalties. But <laughs> you shoot with fixed dice. Can I ask? I want to ask you a question, Heck. On, I don't want to get away from the penalties, but I, I want to get this off my chest before I forget. <laughs> How scared were you when Gallup pulled up? Oh, dog. It, it was a wrap. Mm. Oh, that was. Uh, I was like, oh, this is just what first the fat boys break up. Now this. Mm. This is exactly what we where, need. Where did your mind go at that point? You know where my mind went. No. My, 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 my mind went to an area that I've been opposed to, but right then at that moment, I was like, you know what's a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> you know what sounds like a good idea right about now? 
You know, the oh, big dis- it's been a distraction all week, but I think now's the time that we seriously consider one Odell Beckham mm, Jr. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Oh, they're going to hit him over the head. Oh, the price went up. The price went up. The price of the brick went up. Hey, but when I saw but when I saw him come back on the field, I was like, yeah, but, but, but the front office, though, what's their thought process now? Seeing that, even though it wasn't worst-case scenario, seeing that alone should be enough. Mm. Not, I'm not, and I'm, I'm not even just talking about. Oh, I guess there's not too many other guys to go get. But mm. if, that, if that doesn't light a, a fire underneath you, now that's tough. Because if you lose Gallup, what do you? You have nothing. Yeah, no Brown has disappeared. So he's not was, a, did he's he play? Not, he's not a Dak guy. Yeah, he was. He was out there. Yeah, he was okay. out there. He's not a Dak guy. Yeah. Nate, take us home, Nate. Nate, penalties up. You whatever. want to close out with prayer? <laughs> that's what we need. <laughs> Nate hates penalties. Hey, Nate hates penalties. So, what was your thoughts on that holding? Like after you saw it, was it like a legit? <laughs> Listen, or was one of them, one of them like over? Like how would you look I, at I that? I thought it was on somebody else, but it was on him. So yeah. I'm like, wow. That, Where, where's his hands at, Nate? You know, he was kind of outside, but it, I mean, mm. was it ticky tacky or was it like? Yeah, man, to me, it was. Well, but okay. you know what? I don't do refs. Yeah. It was a holding. Then that's because of his hand called. placement. Yeah, yeah, that's what the ref called because. And so, but fellas, it, it started with me like this. Do your job, and it's going to finish with that. Do your job, man. We got the coaches. We got the scheme. Yep. Do your job, man. Mm, yeah. yeah. Excel. Now, now, we got to end on a positive note. I, I just can't – I can't hey, – come on now. I came up – I came here for some upliftment. What you got? I came – come on, we got to get well, some – bring up. it. Well, you yeah. got the right to do it too. Oh, bring it. I, I was hoping that, you know, the players' lines, I figured that I got 30 years of NFL experience. Y'all saw something out there that was like, you know what, we can oh, build. I saw it. We I can build that. on that. Tell me what the what, what was the positive that you saw, man. Running game. Running game. Yeah. The negative is you got away from it. Yeah. Mm. Come on, give me something positive. <laughs> give me something positive, man. Give me something positive. Uh, special teams played well. Yeah, they did. Devontae yeah. Turpin did his thing. We saw the force of Gifford. They forced the fumble out there. So special Sean teams McEwen played well. Sean McEwen got his head in there, too. Yeah, special teams played well. I'm just I'm happy that the young guy, Parsons, realized that they need to change how they play. Yeah. You know, he said that during his postgame. We need to change what we're doing. We need to, we need to uh, stop filling our gaps and being better run defenders. Believe it. Do it. If you believe it, you say it. Believe it. Do it. You know. Yeah. So I, I believe that. If you if you that hurt, we'll see. Because mm. what, what what's coming in here is a little bit better than what left that what, that, what left last week. Yeah. My positive was Tony Pollard, man. Tony yep. Pollard for all that he can only carry the ball fifteen times, even 22, 22 carries, one hundred fifteen yards. The running game was on point, man. I love uh, Malik Davis has also come in and, and put in some quality uh, time. We talked about it a lot last week about the, how they were going to load the box, and boy, that offensive line was was blocking mm. up some eight man fronts. That was man, it was a bunch to try and get through that, but they did it, did a good job, and like you said, they they went away they went away from it. But guys, I appreciate y'all coming in and rocking with us. Nui, mm-hmm. Nui's mm-hmm. on the plane right now. Nui, let me get down and do my thing, my dog. Ah, you know what it is. Uh, so we'll be back in here tomorrow, man, 2 o'clock, man, and, and you'll be on. Hanging with the boys. Hanging, and you'll be first thing in the morning. We talking, baby. Ain't talking in, talking that cowboy stuff. <laughs> yeah, you keep Wait, that old can stuff Can I ask on Nate you. one thing Why can't quick? I bring the facts? Yeah. Nate, can I ask you something Yes, quick? sir, anything you want, church. With the way this offensive line is playing right now, do you bring 77 back into the lineup? I, I think he's a valuable, valuable backup. I really does. I think he can play all. I think he can play three <laughs> positions. I really do. I really think you can play right tackle, left guard, or left. 
I left, uh, you know. Well, that's all we got for y'all, and we will be back here <laughs> right, tomorrow on DallasCowboys.com Radio. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, guys?